previously on Elisa's treasure. Daddy, all I did was ask him how the job search was going and he turned on me. Her brown hands began to shake and Marvin began to comfort her. What are you doing here, Marvin? And now is not the time. You're damn right it isn't. What did you do this time, you little bitch? Anne says to Elise. Hold up now, Anne. You're not gonna be cussing out my daughter like that. Marvin, she's still my daughter. Did you really think about that, Anne? When you kicked me out of the house for something better? When I couldn't provide for you like you thought I should provide for you? Anne looks at Marvin with a cold glance that could freeze beer. Her red lipstick, her freshly done hair as it stood in a bun in her fur coat. I always could do better than you. The only thing good that came out of this was this child, Elise. Now hold up now. What did you do, Elise? Anne continues. Mom, all I did was ask him how the job search was going. Till I get out of here. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to bail out. I'm going to bail out. <laughs> Tyrell. You're being held without bond or bail. What do you mean? I look at my lawyer. You're supposed to be getting me out of this man. Do you not realize that you insulted several police officers? And you shot at your wife. You beat her damn near death. Man, it's something you got to do. That's the judge. You heard him. Where is your mind, Tyrell? Hell, it's her fault I'm in this predicament anyway. Johnny, you got to help me. I'm sorry, it's beyond me. They have too much evidence and the neighbors heard the whole thing. <laughs> Man, you mean to tell me you can't get me out of this? Man, forget you, man. I don't even know why I hired your sorry ass. Because you need me and I know all your little dirty secrets. Might I add I know about those secret bank accounts? You might not want to play with me, Tyrell. I'm your last chance. Your last hope if you have any. But you are going to serve some time and it will go to trial. Well, this is the first time the police has ever been called. Hmm. We'll just wait to trial. Hmm. I'm going to make that bitch pay for everything that she has done. Tyrell, watch the threats, man. Watch the threat show. I'm going to look out for you the best way I know how, but you got to work with me here, all right? Don't try to contact her. Don't send her anything. There's been a restraining order put out for you. Just leave it be, man. I'm going to get you out of this, but you got to promise me that you're going to follow what the judge says, Tyrell. Johnny, you know me. 
I'm gonna make it look squeaky clean. Hmm. The bitch don't know what she's missing. I'm the one that took care of her, that provided her all the money. And you think I'm gonna let my reputation go down the drain because she's ungrateful? Tyrell, I look at my lawyer Johnny. I've known him since high school. We were tight. We played on football together and he helped me start my company. Should have listened to him before going bankrupt. Should have known better than to put my trust in people that did not have my best interests at heart. That damn Ann Bowman. She knew I had took a liking to her daughter. And her daughter liked me. But it was just her mouth. She wanted too much. She wanted to be independent. She wanted love and happiness. I could give her all of that. But I didn't want her to have to work for anything. What it looked like the woman of Tyrell Cartier, former NFL player, business owner. What does it look like if my girl is working, if the woman I love is working? Hmm. That'll make me look less of a man. Hmm. Then she decides she wants to hang out with that whatever he is, her cousin Dorian and that Kyra. She know I don't like those type of people hanging around. What if we decided to have kids and they brought that gay stuff to my house? Hmm. <laughs> she had to learn a lesson somehow. Hmm. Don't answer my phone call. Hmm. That's the way my dad taught my mom. And that's the way my grandfather taught my dad and my sisters. Hmm. That's how my granddad ran his household with an iron fist. So you have to learn how to control a situation. You have to learn that if you can't control a woman, then you're a weak asshole. You know, the Bible that she so prizely reads and suggests that it's the holy book of life. Tells her to submit to her husband. She couldn't even submit to me. Now, it had been a couple of weeks since my company folded and Yes, I had a little nest egg saved up, but I had other opportunities to take over a company. Came home, fixed her a nice, lovely dinner, fixed her favorite foods, her favorite drinks, had her flavor fl- favorite flowers. But she did not have to ask me how the job search was going. This is another lesson. I remember shortly after we got married we got ready to move into the high rise where we were living we had decided to do some interior decorating she and I had looked at some things and she picked out a certain pattern and didn't even tell me it was a nice pattern but not my style I wanted the silver and the tan while she wanted beige who gets beige so we talked it over and we came to an agreement we would do a mix of things she couldn't even do that right because the guys brought the wrong furniture brought the wrong upholstery and the guy said yeah it was a mix up but I honestly believe that she ordered what she wanted just to spite me 
And she was like, no, no, here's the order form here. Here's the email and everything. Lies, all lies. Elise, you just wait. You just wait. Well, I do get a phone call. I guess I better call Elise and see what I can do. See if I can get her to lie. Or tell them that it was just a big misunderstanding. Hmm. Uh, here goes nothing. The number you have reached is disconnected or no longer in service. Please hang up and try your call again later. Goodbye. I can't believe this. Wait, did she just... Ah, oh, man. No, 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 no. She can't change that number. How in the hell? Oh, she makes me so sick. And I'm the one paying the bill. Ah, I should have never put her on that damn phone bill. Oh, but it's okay. Every dog has his day. I'm going to find you, Elise. I have my ways. As my cousin Dorian wills me through the door of my dad's vacation home in Mount Vernon. I feel so relieved. I'm eight hours away from all hurt and harm. Nothing by any means could hurt me. Dorian, thank you so much. You're welcome, cuz. You know I'm gonna look out for you. Girl, I'm sorry that you went through that. I know, I know. But Winston and I are here for you. You don't have to worry about anything. Kyra's going to be coming up in a few days. She has a gig up here. So she's going to be looking out for you, okay? Thank you, cousin. Did you get the papers that I asked you for? Oh, yes. I always had those on lock from the first time. You know me so well. I think it's about time I do go through with this divorce. We've been married for two years. And it's been two years of hell. Two years of torture. Two years of pain. I should have never let my mama talk me into marrying him. That's my aunt. That's my aunt. But cousin, you got to understand... Auntie was controlling you ever since you got in middle school. I know. Even when it came down to me going to college. She was, you know, she's still mad at me right now because I decided to get a degree in music and start my own business. That's what this whole thing between her and I is. Between her and me is about. She wanted me to just depend, 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 depend. On Tyrell and I didn't want that. Why would I relinquish my, my autonomy to somebody else? It doesn't work that way. Let me guess. She tried to use scripture on you. She sure did. She tried to tell me that I should submit to my husband. Honey, your mama is just as confused. After your daddy left. Or rather, after she kicked him out, she's been bitter and scorned. 
and out to make everyone, including the men that she's married, she's been out to make them pay. You know, Dorian, I admire what you and Winston have. I wish I had that. You know, Winston had just asked about you and asked how you were holding up since you found out that Tyrell had another woman around town. I know, but I never let Tyrell know that I knew. Good, you played it smart. So when we serve these papers, the option is to plead no contest. But I'm going to warn you, cousin. He's not going down without a fight. He's going to do all he can to discredit you. And he must not know. I have the ancestors on my side. And this diva, this brown-skinned girl, is ready for war. Well, luckily you were able to change your phone number. Yes, yes, I'm glad we did that the same night it happened. See, my daddy is so amazing. <laughs> yes, Uncle Marvin is amazing. That's why I admire him. Even when Auntie tried to bar him from seeing you, that just saw right through the charade. No wonder you ended up seeing him more often during our college years, right? I'm just so grateful to be away from my mom. I want her to get help. Speaking of help, while you were recuperating, I was able to talk to my friend, Dr. Andrea. She'll be coming by, checking on you. And of course, the home nurse is going to be coming by. Are you ready to begin this process of healing? Totally. Yes, Dorian. But I don't want this divorce process to take too long. I want to be free of Tyrell. The last couple of weeks, all I can do is dream about all the times he's hit me. Cousin, be real with me. When did all this start? It started when we got ready to move into our high rise. We were getting ready to pick out the furniture and the decor. And he wanted one thing and I wanted the other. And we sat down and talked and figured out what we was going to do. We was going to do a combination of things. He wanted the silver accents and I wanted beige and gold. You know, those are my colors. You always did have a thing for beige and gold. Well, he said, no, he wanted silver. And I didn't want that. I didn't want it to be too dreary. So we came to a conclusion that we would mix things up. Toast something totally different. But the delivery guy brought the wrong order. It was similar, but it wasn't what we ordered. And he blamed me. And we talked to the delivery person and the guy said, oh, I'm sorry. I brought the wrong pieces. I wrote down the order wrong in the computer. It's my fault. Don't worry about it. We won't charge you any extra. And Tyrell act like I went behind his back. 
So after the delivery guy left, I immediately called the people from the store and told them that we needed the correct order. I told them my order number. And the woman said, oh, I see what well, we did input that wrong. We tr we made a correction, but apparently the system did not save it and all of this. And the next thing I know, Tyrell thought I was lying to him. And I was like, no, this is what happened. You want to speak to her? And he takes the phone out of my hand. And he throws me against the wall. And he slaps me with a stinging slap. Open hand. And I was stunned and I began to cry. I didn't know what to do. I thought, maybe this is my fault. And he quickly apologized and said, baby, I'm not going to ever do this again. And he left while I put ice on my face. I went and did some grocery shopping. Since the kitchen was mostly set up, came back, he brought me flowers, brought me some tulips. They smelled so wonderful. I accepted his apology. But a couple of weeks later, came home late from hanging with the girls down at the office. We had all went out for happy hour and and my phone had died. I had already texted him and let him know I'm going out with the girls from work. And he was like, cool, enjoy. But I look up and I see him coming through the door with this menacing look. And Andrea, that worked in HR, said, girl, that look like your husband. It is. I said, I'll go out and talk to him. And when I walked outside, he grabs me by the arm and asks, are you cheating on me? I'm like, no. I'm just out with the girls and my phone is dead. It's in the corner charging. Get your shit and let's go now. You don't ever let your phone down when you out like that. You don't ever, ever not answer my calls. You hear me? I couldn't say anything. I said, babe, let me go get my things. So, as I shook, I ran and grabbed my purse and said goodbye to the girls and said, told them that I would see them in the office. As soon as we got in the car, he punches me dead in my eye. I couldn't go to work like that with a busted eye. So I called out of work and told them I had been in a car accident. I waited till he was asleep that night. And I prayed that God would help me stop whatever it is that I was doing. Let me stop you right there. Dorian said, as I recounted the many instances, this is not your fault. It was all on him. That's his problem, not yours. Elise, cousin, I'm here for you, girl. And we're going to take this motherfucker down. Winston and I are going to make sure of it.
You are there for us. We're going to be there for you. Now go ahead and get you something to eat. I'm going to go in here. And I'm going to make some phone calls. Make sure the paperwork looks legit. I'm going to call Winston. Then I'm going to call your dad. What about your mom? Don't call her. Why? A few months ago, I left him. And I told mom where I was, thinking that she would keep my secret. I told her, I said, Ma, don't tell Tyrell where I'm at. I just need some time away. I need some time to regroup. Going through a lot right now. This is right before my miscarriage. He didn't know I was pregnant. Why would I want to bring a child into that? I understand. Next thing I know, a few hours later, Tyrell shows up. Threatens me at gunpoint that if I didn't get into the car, he will kill me and himself. Why didn't you tell anybody? Terrell had that much control. He had a monitor on my phone. He was tracking me. He was really tracking me. So what I ended up doing, I got Kyra to buy me another phone. So in case he did it again, I could dial her right away. But I always kept it at the office. Just in case. Good girl. Good girl. But Dory. I just hope this divorce is amicable. I'm tired. I am tired. Thank you all again. For tuning in. To chapter 2. Of Elisa's Treasures. I'm so excited right now. Thank you for all the reviews. Please leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, wherever you find this podcast. You can find our main website at www.ageofradio.org slash Melanated Memoirs. This means so much that you would sit here and listen to this story. The music that you hear is Dust and Memories by Unheard Music Concepts. Also, a lot of the sounds are public domain that I've used and This is turning out to be so great and grand. So great and grand. Remember, you are a lovely treasure. Y'all live, love, and be free. Smooches to you.